developing those relationships again, you know, the handshakes, looking people in the eye, personal contacts, you know, the way it was. Crew, let's ranch it up. Good day, everyone, and thanks for riding with us on this all-new episode of the Ranch It Up Radio Show. I'm Jeff Tigger Earhart. A big thank you goes out to our partners, Green Acres, Vitelli, Pharmatan, and Imogene Ingredients, the American Gelvie Association, the Tri-State Livestock News, the Farmer and Rancher Exchange and the Fence Post, Abrahamson Rodeo Company, Westway Feed Products, Neogen, Allied Genetic Resources, Livestock Market, Equine Market, and AuctionTime.com, RFD TV, the Cowboy Channel and Wrangler, Cow Country News, you know, the cow stuff. Our top news story, I think we all have that guilty pleasure of the drive through right? Just stopping and grabbing something real quick. Well, McDonald's Corporation is testing a new drive through concept that should speed up order deliveries for burgers and other menu items via a digital app. Now, the Chicago-based fast food giant reportedly is testing a new system that allows users of the McDonald's app to place their orders ahead of their arrival at the restaurant, allowing them to bypass the traditional auto-centric ordering line. Customers can pick up the order through a conveyor system, theoretically speeding up the overall experience and potentially boosting menu item sales. Now, McDonald's also is testing an in-restaurant pickup shelf self-order kiosks that accept cash and plastic payments and setting up designated spaces for delivery drivers at the test restaurant near Fort Worth, Texas. Now, McDonald's shifted to fresh beef over frozen patties right around four years ago. This year, the company has been testing automated options to speed up order processing times and address labor costs that rose by more than 10%. An update now on USDA's Livestock Hollers Hours of Service Exemption Request. The U.S. Department of Transportation's Federal Motor Carrier Safety Administration announced a decision to deny an application from the NCBA and a number of other organizations for an hours of service rule exemption for livestock haulers. The request for an exemption, which the Federal Motor Carrier Safety Administration first published in February of 2019, was made on behalf of drivers who transport livestock, insects, and aquatic animals. We talked about it an awfully lot. The applicants requested approval for drivers after 10 consecutive hours off-duty to drive through the 16th consecutive hour after coming on duty and to drive a total of 15 hours during that 16-hour period, okay? Now, the Federal Motor Carrier Safety Administration said it determined after analyzing the application and public comments that the exemption would not achieve a level of safety equal to the level achieved without such an exemption. The hour of service rule limits truckers to 11 hours of drive time and 14 consecutive hours of on-duty time in any 24-hour period and requires prescribed rest periods. Now, waivers for the regulation were allowed during the COVID-19 pandemic. Now heading to research news. A new product is in development to help decrease calves' stress levels called maternal bovine appeasement substance, 
M-B-A-S, all right? The product is composed of naturally occurring pheromones and fatty acids. Mammals, including beef cattle, produce MBAS under the udder when newborns are nursing, which helps soothe them. Now, a lab-produced MBAS has been found to help reduce stress when it's sprayed on a calf's muzzle in the back of its head. The pheromone excuse me, enters the nose and quickly travels to the brain, calming the animal. It has been currently utilized in the dairy industry, and this concept intrigued the president of Diagnostics and Biologicals, and he researched the development of this product in a state-of-the-art laboratory and believes it offers a tool to help keep weaned calves calm after being separated from their mamas at weaning time. He reports the MBAS treatment significantly reduces calves' vocalization and running along the fence post weaning system. Now, one of the most significant benefits consistently seen in studies is increased weight gain. Research conducted at major universities has regularly measured gains from 10 to 35 pounds in weaned calves. Now, the president goes on to say that the best way to measure stress in cattle is to measure cortisol and the animal's hair follicles. This gets more and more interesting as I dive into this. Calves treated with MBAS have lower cortisone levels compared to control calves. Other health benefits include reduced morbidity due to fewer bovine respiratory disease cases. Now, the product that they have been testing does not have a beef withholding requirement and has no known side effects at this time. I told you this story gets more and more interesting as we, as I say, dive down the rabbit hole. Tis the season when we move from feeder calf sales on into the bred cattle, the bred heifers, the bred cows, uh, which, by the way, report those to me by emailing me, ranchitupshow at gmail.com. You can uh, text me at 707-R-A-N-C-H-2-O. Message me via all the different social medias. You can get a hold of Beck and I just about any time. So turn those numbers in. We're hearing pretty darn decent demand on uh, a lot of these bred calves, these bred cattle out there. Uh, On the bred heifers, I shouldn't say calves anymore. On the bred heifers, um, moving to Fort Pier Livestock. Here's a wrap-up from their sale. Just a tick over a week ago, I want to start out with a big group of black heifers here. The weight range is, you know, nine and a half up to a thousand pounds on these heifers. They are a naturally serviced and AI bred. They are ranging anywhere from 1760 all the way up to 1975 on these bred heifers that are weighing right around a thousand pounds. Those are South Dakota origin cattle. Moving into some Mon- uh, Montana, excuse me, some bred heifers. These are black, white face heifers. They are AI'd, weighing uh, right around nine and a quarter, anywhere from seventeen fifty up to eighteen hundred dollars a head. Decent prices, again, I guess decent is relative according to what our expenses are. Here, going into uh, more central South Dakota origin cattle. Here's on the bred cows the. Blacks and black white face cows. These are some solid mouth cows, four to six year old cows, some three to six year old cows, weighing a little bit heavier cows here. They are that 13 up to 1500 pounds, pretty darn decent, averaging right around 1710, some for 1650. That's on the bred cows now.
Again, wrapping up from Fort Pier Livestock, their sale about a week ago. I know there's a number of these bread cow and special heifer sales that are coming up here recently, but recapping Fort Pier Livestock on the uh, broken mouth cows, the bread cows again, they could be blacks, they could be black white face. We've got some red crosses, some Hereford cross cows, generally in pretty decent shape. At least that's what I'm getting from this report. Anywhere from right around 1,250 pounds on up, right around 14 and a half. Range in there, as long as they're in good shape, anywhere from 950 all the way up to some of these broken mouth cows, you know, bringing close to $1,200. Not bad prices, and we're going to be reporting more and more of these bred females as we start wrapping up and look towards, believe it or not, I can say it now, the end of the year. We'll stick around. We've got a lot more of the shows coming up. Are you scrambling to find the perfect Christmas present this year? How about wild rags? You know, because you can never have too many wild rags, not just any wild rags. I'm talking ranch life wild rags. These are hashtag Tigger approved. We've seen them in person. They are by far the best of the best, and you have never seen anything like them before. Ranchlifewildrags.com. Good luck trying to find your favorite because we've picked out about 10 of them. RanchLifeWildRags.com. Neogen, the partner you need. Some of our best products and improvements come from producers. And if they've got an idea on maybe how we can help, we'd like to hear what they have to say. Contact us directly. Go to Neogen.com. We're more than happy to help. Neogen, the partner you now have. We've talked about Pharmatan and its success over the past several years, usually encouraging you to feed it in the diet 90 days pre-calving. Now here's Paul Mitchell with how we're using Pharmatan both pre- and post-weaning in our calves. A lot of guys are using using the Pharmatan both for coccidia control and then excellent to help with that transition to solid feed and seeing their weights really hold up as they put cattle through their weaning ration and to a higher energy diet. Head to imogeneingredients.com. Gelby and Balancer, maternal efficiency and moderate mature size are a few of the strengths of Gelby. Longevity, fertility, pounds of calf wean per cow exposed are all part of that picture. Gelby and Balancer, the continental breed of choice. Crew, you're listening to the Ranch It Up radio show. You can reach out anytime by giving us a call at 707-726-2420. That is 707-RANCH-20, 707-R-A-N-C-H-20. You can fire us an email, ranchitupshow at gmail.com. You can send us a message via just about any of these social media apps. We're prowling around all the time. It's You can get a hold of us all the time, crew, and please be patient. This time of year, we get a lot, a lot, a lot of correspondence, so we're making sure we get back to everybody on a timely basis. If we don't, just fire me another message and say, hey, a reminder on that one. Got a treat for you all today. Heading to Hattiesburg, Mississippi, and it is home of little brother Seth Maxey. I say he's my little brother. Have uh, Seth has become a very good, close friend of ours, a very trusted friend. And Seth is an, an entrepreneur and a visionary just like we are. He's a go-getter. He gets after things. He's in the cattle business. He's in the horse business. He's in the promotion business. He's a professional rodeo announcer. He is an entrepreneur and a visionary and is not afraid to stretch, if you will, to open up that door, to uncover that rock. Now, in our conversation that we had the opportunity just recently when we were in Vegas together at the PRCA convention, 
sharing ideas like we do several times, especially when we get together, bounce ideas off of each other. And we really started to take a step back and we were discussing how techno- uh, excuse me, technology may be changing in terms of how we're using it and how I was throwing the question at Seth and saying, Seth, do you think that more and more of us, especially in this ag industry, in this ranching business, that we are craving personal relationships again, that we want to do business one-on-one, that we would like to not get rid of technology by any stretch of the imagination, but we would like to go back to having those personal relationships and to bring these things all the way back home. To me, it makes all the sense in the world. I know there's a lot to digest there. One thing I want to talk about in Mississippi is there's been a high demand for homegrown beef. Okay, so the, the, there's been numerous processing plants that's never been in existence. That's one thing we lacked in Mississippi was a lot of uh, people who could process live cattle or hogs or anything of that nature. So we, you know, I grew up and we've only had two processors in the whole state that we could access. So now we have four in our in our part of the world that are just making out like gangbusters on the deal because everybody wants to, you know, shop local now, which is I know is, is a big trend um, in any business but especially the livestock part of it so there's two or three meat processors around us now and and that's you're talking about the political part that's been the biggest thing is getting those approved for the state through the usda oh right 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 yeah so i mean there's a lot there's a lot to impact what you just said you can connect to the producers because like you have a friendly face you know they're actually homegrown beef talking about having a sentimental value with the animals you're having sentimental value with the people because i actually grew up with these people who are actually uh producing um these processing plants i actually grew up showing livestock with these people and i they never i never saw them owning a processing plant but that keeps it all personal and has a seminal value with that so you're having i know these cows these guys have raised so i know what the beef is i know what they do to them i know where it coming pasture to plate type of scenario and like that's been a huge market since covid is homegrown uh, products, pasture to plate, and I and I know these folks personally, and they're actually doing really well. So do you think that in your part of the country that the consumer in general, and we know that consumers in general, let me back up even more, is that, yes, they want to know where their food is produced. And, yes, they, they want to, I would say for the most part, most people want it local. I mean, they, they want to know that they are helping a family in their community, something like that. So do you think that has been even more, that there has been uh, this push and this desire that if this is something we're feeding our families, we want to know that it's something that's, in your situation, raised in Mississippi. It's raised just down the road. So our commissioner of agriculture, he had a big campaign as hashtag Genuine Mississippi. So that's been a huge deal. And I, you know, we talked about this earlier, was the technology era we live in has, you know, really taken present over everything so people are getting kind of tired and burn out on that so they want to you know dial it back down let's shop local let's i love that by the way i think we all yeah so you know you kind of have to take a step back from the mass marketing deal like but these processing plants are having their butcher shops and you know all the you know storefront businesses now and they are just killing the meat market at the big producers like your walmarts and your costcos your things like that so there's a line of people who are a line of people out the door trying to buy these consumer products that are know where they come from. Even there's a story behind it. Everybody loves the story. 
And that's one thing that's just been a huge boom in our part of the world now is the shop local trend. That's the thing about being east of Mississippi. Everything takes a little longer to get there. But it's coming back and it's benefiting agriculture better than it ever has. So do you think that those jobs, that that the way that the world is just, I'm not going to say coming full circle, but the world is just changing that, we're not necessarily getting away from technology, but we're going back to relationship selling, that we're going back to a handshake, looking people in the eyeball, doing that sort of thing, where even some of those careers and some of those jobs are sought after. Look at how many universities are teaching uh, how to butcher. They're teaching processing of animals. They're, they're encouraging this in a lot of their animal science and animal husbandry classes is going back to uh, some of those maybe a little more labor-intensive jobs, but things that we need, in my opinion, because it's come back to its relationship selling. So talking about the labor, you know, I am a shameless plug here for Mike Rowe. They, he is a huge... I was going to say the same Ollie, thing. Dude, Micro, I love his content, and he is a advocate for uh, anything work-related. Dirty Jobs is coming back out, so I'm like, okay, pretty excited about that. But <laughs> not a sponsor yet. <laughs> yeah. Mike, are you listening? We, <laughs> but um, but his, his vocabulary is just outstanding. But, but you're talking about labor-intensive work. Yes, it is, but it's rewarding. It's... You can put your brand behind it. You can put your brand on it. And it's all about building the brand. It's just like what we're doing out here and working and what I'm doing with all my stuff now is you just you got to build a brand and you have to be different and you got to be willing to take the chance to do it. But finding the labor, all oh, we can't find no help. You know, with help we find ain't no good. Well, there's people out there that want to do it. You just got to take the time to find them. And the thing is, is not people are, there's not enough stress on developing uh, a working class American. You know, and that's the thing. Everybody's technology, technology, technology. Well, you know, I always joke around is I have uh, two nephews. One of them's going to be a bridge builder. One of them's going to design the bridge. That's just their two personalities. But you got to have both of them to make this wheel go around. Yes, sir. Hey, thanks so much, little brother. Seth Maxey, I'm going to have more with Seth on a special entrepreneur episode that is actually coming up next year. But Seth, I think, proves a tremendous point. It doesn't matter if we're east of the Mississippi, west of the Mississippi, if we are east of the mountain range, west of the mountain range, north, south, it doesn't matter. Now is the time to engage in conversations, right? I think so many of us are very thirsty for that personal interaction again, to visiting with somebody on the phone, to shaking those hands, looking somebody in the eye and coming up with solutions, making those decisions and talking about what works and what doesn't work. And that's exactly the example that Seth and I were trying to do for you all a little bit right here. And so good to hear from Seth one more time. Time. Now, crew, stick around. We've got a lot more. The Ranch It Up radio show is coming up right after the break, including the numbers. So stick around. We will be right back. You're looking at those calves and you're seeing all the hard work pay off. Vaccinations and herd health and management, genetics, marketing, and nutrition. Keep nutrition simple with Westway Feed products. You can count on Westway. Westwayfeed.com. It's not every day that you find something so natural that works. Green Acres Angus Genetics are just that. Medium frame cattle that perform on a 100% grass fed and finished diet. Head to green-acres.org. 
Hey, it's Mark Fanzi with LivestockMarket.com, EquineMarket.com, and AuctionTime.com. Give us a call, 844-775-4762, or look us up online at LivestockMarket.com. Thanks, guys. Vitelli is a precision livestock company that has set out to solve what we call the Triple Challenge. And the Triple Challenge is really the combination of the need for more protein, coupled with doing it in a more sustainable production practice, doing it in a way that producers can make money. The Tri-State Livestock News, what ranchers read. Stop by your local sale barn or livestock center and grab the latest issue of the Tri-State Livestock News. From the latest cattle market reports to various news stories within the ag industry, the Tri-State Livestock News covers it all. You can also check us out at tsln.com. And for those of you that might be interested in subscriptions or advertising, please give me a call, Tracy Hawk, at 406-951-3211. The Tri-State Livestock News, what ranchers read. Welcome back, everyone, and thanks for hanging with us. Kirk Donsbach, Stonex Financial Incorporated. Kirk, number time, what do you got for us? All right, Kigger, we'll just jump right into it. As of Friday, December 2nd, January feeders closed 182 42 up $3.75 on the week, so a very nice week for feeders. That left the CME feeder index at 179.03, up 5.40, so cash is following along, and the basis at a negative 3.42. December live closed at 153 and a quarter, up 15 cents on the week, with cash trading 155 in the south and 157 to 159 in the north leaving the five-area-weighted average at 156.08, exactly flat on the week, which you don't see very often. The basis came in versus December futures as a, at a positive 273. The weekly slaughter was 663,000 head. That's down 19,000 head versus the same week last year, with choice boxes printing on Friday at 249.93, down $1.90. So lower boxes and potentially the the packers slowing their slaughter rate is a little bit concerning, but one data point doesn't make a market. Also concerning, export sales came in at 15,400 metric tons. That's the fifth week in a row of significantly lower export sales. To wrap this up, December corn traded $6.35.5. That's down 31 and three quarters of a cent on the week. That's where the feeders got their big rally on the crush this week. And that pretty much sums up the week. Kirk, before I say fairly well, got a quick question for you. Those export numbers that you said are down for the fifth consecutive week. Any particular reasons why, or is that seasonal? Uh, it's actually counter-seasonal. November is typically a very, very strong month for export sales, which kind of adds to the concern of that data point. Um, I think largely you've got two things going on. You've got recession, global recession concerns. And you've got price insensitivity. Um, you know, as high prices cure high prices, right? So as the prices go higher, you're going to lessen demand. If you would like some more detailed information and to follow Kirk along, you can just text the word cattle, C A T T L E 233777. His newsletter comes out each and every week, Sunday night, first thing Monday morning, one of the two, and a lot more details than what Kirk and I go into. And that has all of his contact information. So if you want to also ask some questions, that has email addresses, and that's a great place to start those communications. Hey, everybody, Mark Van Z with livestockmarket.com. Uh, just wanted to mention to everybody, we're having an online-only sheep auction on Wednesday, December 21st. 
It's already shaping up to be a great sale. There's nearly 600 heads posted on it already, and there's still sheep being added. Bidding on all of those lots, they're going to open up this coming Thursday, December 15th. And, of course, it'll close the morning of the 21st. I'm going to have a complete sale bill for you guys next week. But there's something for about everybody on this sale. Uh, lots range in size from 38 head to 300 head. And currently everything on the sale is either bred ewes or replacement ewe lambs. That doesn't mean we won't add other classes by sale time. Uh, it's mostly Dorpers and Katadins, uh, some Ramberlays, Targis on that sale as well. Uh, you can see pictures and videos of all these now before bidding opens on LivestockMarket.com and AuctionTime.com. Thanks, guys. A little bit different update today. Mark had texted me and he said, hey, Tigger, should I have some stuff about sheep on there? And I said, absolutely. Give us an update. Give us a uh, a sale listing that demonstrates and shows the diversity of LivestockMarket.com. So jump on today and do some snooping around either from the buying or the selling side. Go to LivestockMarket.com. And how about the one that everybody is familiar with, auctiontime.com. If you have more questions, you can get a hold of Mark and his crew at any time. You can always holler at us at 707-726-2420. Give us a shout. Give us a call. Fire us an email, ranchitupshow at gmail.com. Now, before we turn you all loose and we take off in a thousand different directions, a big tip of the hat goes out to Pyramid Beef of Spearfish, South Dakota, and congratulations on a very successful sale. Just recently, they had a sale top of $15,500 and an average of sixty-seven ten on a 106 Angus bulls, 5809 on 59 Hereford bulls, and then 4132 on 17 Hereford heifers. For more information, just go to pyramidbeef.net. Heck yeah, Nate, congratulations. And now, crew, that's going to wrap it up for today. A big thanks from our crew to yours, Seth Maxey. So good to visit with you one more time. Mark Vanzi with LivestockMarket.com, Kirk Donsbach, Stonex Financial Incorporated, and will the boss lady ever be back? <laughs> yeah, she will. A big thanks to our partners, Green Acres, Vitelli, Pharmatan, and Imogene Ingredients, the American Gelvy Association, the Tri-State Livestock News, the Farmer and Rancher Exchange, and the Fence Post, Abrahamson Rodeo Company, Westway Feed Products, Neogen, Allied Genetic Resources, Livestock Market, Equine Market, and AuctionTime.com, RFD TV, the Cowboy Channel, and Wrangler. And crew, so glad y'all came with us one more time as we ranch it up. Be sure to follow and like us on Facebook at Ranch It Up Show. Our email is ranchitupshow at gmail.com. You can call, you can text me 24-7 if that works easier for y'all. The number is 707-726-2420. It's 707-RANCH, R-A-N-C-H-2-0. Text me anytime, crew. Spread the good word and join us again next week where it's always Tigger approved. Stay ranchy and ranch it up. <laughs>